I'm on now. There you go. <laughs> hey, well, welcome, everybody. Thanks for connecting with us today. To all our online people, thank you for connecting. Thank you for being here with us. So appreciate it. I'm, I hope you're enjoying it so far. Uh, and to everybody here, hey, thanks for, thanks for coming. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down, uh, today again to help our cameramen with all this new equipment that we have. Uh, I'm gonna sit down so that they don't have to, um, track me all over the place and just make it easier for them. We're gonna do this for a little while just so they can get themselves, uh, you know, really familiarized with the camera and everything going on. So, uh, you know, it's as if I'm coming right into your living room again for those of you at home. So, um, you know, we, we, we can call you the uh, first church of the couch or the first church of the mattress or wherever you find yourself watching right now. <laughs> you know, you guys are at home probably in your PJs and, you know, we're here all decked out and in our jeans and, hey, it's all good. I'm glad you can be here, though, with us and... Yeah, hey, I, just a couple of uh, housekeeping items before we uh, move forward here. Uh, we do have online registration for those of you that are, are here. And, um, you know, you can just register uh, before you come. Just go to our website, click the uh, uh, service registration button, and it's, and it's done. Thank you for, for doing that. We also have our Connect card available online. Our Connect card is a card that we designed a while back uh, that, um, you know, it, in particular for, for those of you that are uh, guests with us here today, um, you can you can go online. You can fill out that card. Let us know a little bit about um, uh, what you uh, thought about the service. If you have any prayer requests, anything that's kind of going on in your life, even exciting that you want to share with us, uh, we'd we'd love to hear from you. So that connect our connect card is now available online. Again, just go to our website and you'll see it there. Uh, also, our water baptism information, uh, it's all online now. So what we're trying to do is make everything available online so that you don't really have to touch much when you come in. It's called a touchless service. And then our tithes and offerings are available online, as you see on the screen behind us. Uh, that's all available online or in-house here as well for those of you that... Um, uh, uh, would would like to give, and our face coverings. Now, you know, I'm, I'm so glad everybody here has uh, been so nice. You know, I have my face shield here. Uh, other people are wearing masks, and and uh, yeah, that kind of came into effect into St. Albert uh, uh, yesterday, I believe. No, yeah, yesterday. So yeah, so this is kind of unique times, as Pastor Yvette said, and our chairs. By the way, are all physically distanced apart. Uh, we also uh, sanitize after every service. Uh, all our touch point areas over around the entire building. Uh, all of this is done to help give you a peace of mind when you come that you're coming to a safe environment. And lastly, uh, we have prayer uh, every uh, day of the week, Monday to Friday. Um, online, it's a Zoom prayer meeting. It starts at 6.30 a.m. If you would like to connect with that, just email the office, office at victorylifechurch.ca, and we'll uh, uh, make sure to give you the Zoom link so that you can link up with us 
uh, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 6.30 a.m. It's just a real great time, and I hope you connect. We also have pre-service prayer, by the way, at 10.45 every Sunday. And you can connect online. Again, you can connect through Zoom on that one. You can come live, or you can connect um, the, through Zoom. And, you know, so I encourage you. I, I, you know, I encourage you to do that. So it's at nine nine forty five uh, every day or every Sunday, and so we'd love to have you there. And I also have a uh, a I don't know a video cast uh, that goes out uh, Monday to Friday. It goes out at around two p.m. and it's called Coffee Break. And it's um, you know its aim is to help you finish your day strong. So I hope you've been tuning into that. Uh, if you haven't, check us out. Just go to our our uh, YouTube page or our Facebook page, and uh, you'll find it there. Uh, really encouraging, uh, great words that are going out, and I appreciate all the comments and everybody's uh, involvement in that. Cool? Well, hey, before, I guess that's it. That's it for that stuff. You ready for the Word of God today? I'm ready. I want to talk today and continue to talk about the topic I've been on called lean on the Holy Spirit. Not lean on me, lean on the Holy Spirit. There's a story in the Old Testament, uh, in the book of Exodus, that's the second book in the Bible, that tells the account of Israel's journey from Egypt to what we know today as Israel. Uh, but back then, they only knew it was a promised land, that God had had promised them this land, called it the promised land. They left Egypt and they journeyed to this promised land. And anyways, as the story goes, uh, the Israelites were guided along their journey by a cloud. Yeah, a cloud. This cloud was their navigation system. Let me ask you, um, how many times have you typed into your phone your destination um, only to discover that the GPS is deciding to take you the long way around? You know, those are those times that you, you pretty sh- You're pretty sure you know where, how to get to where you want to go, but you're not sure, so you type it into the GPS system, and you're expecting them to take you the 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 easiest route to get there, the shortest route to get there, only to discover it's like, wait a minute, why are they taking me this way? Has that ever happened to you? It can be frustrating, but here's what I find about GPSs. They have been a marriage saver. (laughs) They have. Because I can't tell you the amount of times that we have had some lively conversations (laughs) uh, surrounding our destinations when we would go on road trips. You know, Yvette would have the map spread out on her lap, remember those days, directing me, commanding me, like telling me where she wants me to go. And if that's not a recipe for disaster, I don't know what is. Um, Yeah, lots of fun. Anyways, there were many times where she would say to me, uh, turn left, when she actually meant right, or she thought she was leading me north only to discover the map was upside down. Or, 
you know, telling me to turn here. Turn here. What are you doing? I said, turn there. And because of the gentle soul that I am, I would say, honey, if I would have done that, we would have got hit by a truck. Honey, I love you. Thank you. In my brain, that's how I wanted to respond. But in real life, it's a different story. GPSs are a a godsend. (laughs) And, you know, don't talk to me about our trip to San Diego. It's, you know, that was in the day before phones. Well, no, I think phones were there, but you didn't have GPS on your phone at the time. Again, it was either, remember those AMA triptychs that we used to get? I think it was called a triptych, trip ticket. You'd go to AMA and they, they, they map out your destination everywhere you want to go. And like we lived in Montreal and the roads there are pretty crazy. Uh, uh, Quebec drivers are, yeah, they're, they're unique drivers, man. They're just unique. And we we often went to Toronto, and if you're ever on the 401 and in the Toronto area, it's pretty crazy. But L.A., man, I mean, those, Montreal and Toronto is like a walk in the park. L.A., wow. I can't tell you how many times we thought we were going to a specific destination, only to discover that, hey, how did we take that wrong turn? Like, it was clear on the map. And then I say, honey, yeah, and you ever been on the freeway there in L.A. where you, you come to these like cloverleaf type of turnoffs? Like these, these turnoffs have like six lanes to turn off, and you think you're on the left one, which is supposed to be the right one, and you end up not being on the right one, and you end up going, I don't know where, and, and you know, it's crazy, and yeah, we'd have some fine discussions in the car about this, you know, where it's like, well, then you drive, and you be the navigator. She said she's feisty. She's the one who started this. She said she's feisty. And in the car, you often see that. And and there was a time when we were there, we thought we were going to a certain area, and we ended up in another area, and we discovered once we got in that area, we shouldn't be in this area. This is a bad area. This is like, you know, some of those areas where you see in the movies. And so, you know, we quickly just get out of that area the best way we can. And we don't care where we're going to go after that. We just need to get out of this area. You ever been there? Well, here's the thing. When the cloud that directed Israel led them, they never, he never ever led them. The cloud never led them in the wrong direction. The cloud always led them in the direction that they needed to go. It was 100% accurate. And the cloud that led Israel was always up to date. Let me take you to a scripture that talks about this in Exodus chapter 40, verse 36. It says this. Now, whenever the cloud lifted from the tabernacle, 
the people of Israel would set out on their journey following it. Interesting, eh? So this cloud was their GPS system. But if the cloud did not rise, they remained where they were until it lifted. The cloud of the Lord hovered over the tabernacle during the day, and at night fire glowed inside the cloud so the whole family of Israel could see it. And this continued throughout all of their journeys. In the same way, you and I should not set out to do anything of significance unless we first know that we're being guided by the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus himself, upon uh, the onset of his ministry life, was first, Scripture says, guided by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. And afterward, it says that he was guided by the Holy Spirit into Galilee. He was guided, it actually says he was guided by the power of the Spirit into Galilee. See, friends, there's lessons to be learned from these stories, these Old Testament stories. Lessons that uh, would bode well in our journey uh, through life. The great cloud that guided the Israelites is the same cloud that guides you and I today. The Holy Spirit is that cloud. When God spoke to Moses out of the cloud at Mount Sinai, it symbolized God speaking to us through the cloud of his Holy Spirit. And the same could be said of Jesus. Remember, after he was water baptized, the cloud uh, opened and said it overshadowed the area and a voice spoke out of the cloud. Again, that symbolizes God speaking to you and I through the Holy Spirit. And when the temple was completed, it says in the Old Testament, it said a great cloud filled the house of the Lord and This is symbolic of the Holy Spirit uh, filling us today. It's symbolic of what the Holy Spirit did for us back at the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts, how he filled the early church. Friends, it is symbolic of what the Holy Spirit wants to do today because, yes, he came in in the Old Testament and filled the temple Now, today, we are called the temple of the Holy Spirit. So he came at Pentecost and filled us, the temple of God. You getting it? See, there's a bunch of lessons to be learned out of some of these Old Testament encounters. And the first lesson is this. Just as the Israelites were guided safely in their 40-year journey by the cloud, by the Holy Spirit, so you and I can trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit in our lives today. Maybe it's time, just maybe, that we begin to understand that the Holy Spirit is not just symbolized as a dove. Like, you know, we we think of him just as this dove. Maybe we need to start seeing him in the in the various forms that he manifested himself in in the entire scripture. And one of them is that cloud, the very presence of God. When you think of that story in the tabernacle, when the Holy Spirit filled the presence, it says they couldn't even stand in there because of the presence. That symbolizes the Holy Spirit being present amongst Israel. 
And when the Holy Spirit fell at the day of Pentecost, friends, it symbolized a brand new era for the church. And it filled them with power, the Bible says. See, and it's that same power that will chase away all fear when you think of uh, the times in your life where fear has crept in and tried to take a foothold in your life. Uh, fear of the present or fear of the future. What the Holy Spirit does is He comes and He fills you with hope and He fills you with grace and He fills you with uh, just a real peace knowing that He is with you, that He will safely guide you, that He will safely protect you just like the cloud guided the Israelites that I read about and it provided safety for them at night. It said there was a there was a fire that came out of the cloud and it literally provided safety for them. You ever, you know, watch those old movies? I, I, I'd love to say, have you ever been on a hunt? But I'm not a hunter. And if I was a hunter, I'd probably shoot myself in the foot. Uh, but have you ever watched those movies where, you know, they're, they're, they're at night around the campfire and they, and, and, and uh, one of the reasons they have the campfire there is to ward off the wolves and the wild animals that come around because the animals don't like fire. Well, it was the same thing back then. The the, the cloud and the, that fire by night provided safety for them so they all could go to sleep uh, restful and relaxed, knowing that God's presence is there. It provided a safety net from fear. And friends, I think we probably need that more today than we ever have. This knowing that we have this safety net from fear, that no matter what comes our way, the Holy Spirit is here with us, providing safety for us. You know, I think of uh, what David wrote in that great 23rd Psalm when he said, he said, he leads me beside quiet waters. You know, that says to me, even when the road gets a little rough, when um, at times, as you know it does, at times you know life can sometimes be downright miserable, you know that, but the Bible says this, it goes on in this psalm and says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Isn't that awesome? Like in the midst of this trouble, you can know that God is with you. You don't have to fear evil. And friends, this is what the Holy Spirit provides for us. As he leads us, as he guides us through this thing called life, we can know, we can have this confidence that he's with us, guiding us and leading us and knowing that his presence is there with us. See, the Israelites knew that God's presence, that God's spirit was with them, leading them into the promised land. And church, you and I need to know that the spirit of God is doing the same thing for you, leading you into the promised land. And for the Christian, we know that our ultimate destination is heaven, our promised land, if you may. And we can be comforted knowing that the Holy Spirit has been sent by God to lead us there safely, to make sure we get there, in other words. And not only that, 
while the Holy Spirit guides us in life, uh, as David said in his closing remarks in this psalm, it says, our heads are anointed with oil, which is symbolic of the Holy Spirit anointing, by the way. He says, our cups overflow with that anointing, with that Holy Spirit presence. Our cups overflow and goodness and mercy and love as a result of the Holy Spirit's presence will follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. See, God through the Holy Spirit will guide you, friends, toward a successful marriage. He will. He'll guide you to that place where you will have success in your marriage. He will guide you toward um, making right business decisions. He will. If you're in business, he will, he will ensure that you're making wise business choices. That you won't cut corners to try to, uh, you know, find your way into success. He'll guide you toward making the right decision every single time. This is what the Holy Spirit does, friends. The second lesson we learn uh, out of the Old Testament when it comes to the Holy Spirit is when God spoke to Moses through the cloud, it symbolized for us that we too can speak to God through the Holy Spirit. And God himself speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, my friends, the Bible says, takes what is from God and makes it known to us. God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. And throughout history, in our attempts to understand that inner voice, uh, that inner leading uh, that we all sense is we would define it uh, often as our conscience. You know, my conscience said, and some religions even call it your spirit guide. Uh, others uh, call it our super ego is leading us. Um, but to the Christian, we know that that inner voice is the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us. He'll not only lead and guide you through life, but he'll speak to you about life as well. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will not remain silent when it comes to your life. See, this tells me I must learn to listen to him. Uh, and that starts, friends, by being willing to listen to what is written in the Bible. You catch that? See, if you're expecting for the Holy Spirit to guide you, to speak to you, but you're not willing to follow the guidance written in the Bible, then I'm afraid to say you could be waiting a long time. First, be moved by the Word, then be moved by the Holy Spirit. First, be willing to listen to the Word, then be ready to listen to him. Is this making sense? The Holy Spirit will speak to you. And not just about spiritual things. I think sometimes we think the Holy Spirit will only speak to us about spiritual things. But I believe 
because he has, and I've heard the stories, that he will uh, speak to you about business decisions that you have coming up. Uh, He'll speak to you about relational issues that you may have. It might be a relational issue with your 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 kids or your spouse or your or your co-worker. But the Holy Spirit, if we're ready to listen to him, he'll speak to you about that. He'll speak to you about your your teenager. See, but we need to know that in order for us to hear him speak to us about those things, we first must be willing to to allow him to speak to us through the word. He speaks to us through the word. And as he speaks to us through the word, one of the ways that he knows we're listening to him is when we act upon it. You know, it, it happens too many times in our conversations where Yvette is wondering, hey, did you hear me? Are, are you listening to me? And she come up and grab my face. Hey, did you hear what I said? And it was like, oh, no, sorry, I was in La La Land. Uh, I was somewhere else. I was upset about the Oilers. Oh, I had to say something, and I said it. <laughs> and, you know, so the Holy Spirit, in the same way, the Holy Spirit wants to know that we're listening. And one of the ways that he knows that, again, is whether or not we're willing to act upon what we read about in the Bible. The Bible says that you and I are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. God filled the temple back in the day. And it said when he filled the temple with the cloud of his presence, which is the presence of the Holy Spirit, he says we couldn't even stand. It was so powerful. And now the Bible says you are the temple. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit now resides in you and is present in the lives of every born-again believer. He is. Friends, God thinks enough about you that he chose to have you host his very presence. Think about that for a minute. God chose, God thought enough about you that he chose to have you, yes you, to be a host of the Holy Spirit of God, of his very presence. And the day of Pentecost shows us just that. Do yourself a favor. I encourage you and ask God for this infilling. Yeah, we believe and we know that the Holy Spirit resides within every Christian. Upon your giving your life to Jesus Christ, upon your decision to be a Christian, upon that decision, as the Bible calls it, to be born again, upon at that moment you gave your life to Christ, the Spirit of God, the Bible says, indwells within you, comes to make his home within you. But we see in the book of Acts at the day of Pentecost that there's more, that there's a power, that there is a power to be unlocked that can transform your life. And we see it 
outlined in Scripture clearly the transformation that occurred in the disciples' life, lives after the Holy Spirit came upon them at the day of Pentecost. It transformed their lives. It completely metamorphosized them. And friends, that same infilling is what I'm talking to you about today and is what the Holy Spirit wants to do in you today. He wants to transform your lives by coming and falling upon you afresh and filling you to overflowing. So I want to ask you to search the Scriptures Go to the book of Acts and discover for yourself what the Holy Spirit meant to the early church and what he did for the Holy Church, uh, the, the early church, and how he transformed the church. And friends, he wants to do the same for you. Ask him to fill you to overflowing with that sweet presence of the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I need to say this for those of you that are watching online. And you, maybe you're, you're here today. At one point, at one point in your life, you had received this infilling that I'm talking about. At one point in your life, you had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and you may have even spoken in tongues. But for some reason, you've kind of just left that behind and you've moved forward in life. And while we were in prayer this morning, we started praying for you, in fact. For those, if, if that's you, even you here present today, uh, we started praying for you that you would experience afresh the presence and the power and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. If you're watching uh, from home, um, we prayed for you that you would receive a stirring again within your spirit, that you would receive a stirring to um, that the Holy Spirit would fall afresh upon you and and overwhelm your life and give you fresh hope and give you a fresh vision and give you a fresh knowing that God is present with me everywhere I go and that I don't have to go through these struggles. I don't have to go through these issues. I don't have to deal with this pain all on my own. I have a, the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. And a stirring is occurring again within you, if that's you. A stirring is occurring again. And the Holy Spirit is letting you know that He's there. Letting you know that he cares. And letting you know that you don't have to deal with this alone. He's here with you today. Friends, the Holy Spirit is that power that we need to live a godly life. It's, it's, he's a power that supercharges our prayer life. Uh, it, he's a power that helps us overcome Every obstacle. And he's a power that better equips us to represent Christ to a world that has lost its way. And if not for you, do it for them. If not for you, that you need the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to help you overcome the obstacles in your life. If not for you, do it for them. Do it for the world around you. Do it for the people around you who you know are lost and dying 
and need a Savior. Do it for them. Because when the Holy Spirit fell upon the early church in the book of Acts, He gave them power, the Bible says, to be a witness. And the gospel began to spread all over the world like never before. Friends, this is what we need today. This is what our world needs today. This is what our society needs today. Is to be overwhelmed by a power that is greater than us. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, we need you. Holy Spirit, we need you today. To guide us through this thing called life. To direct us as we parent our children. To help us as we manage our day-to-day, Monday to Friday. To help us be a witness for Christ. So that we can let people know around us that our lives have been transformed by the power of God. Holy Spirit, help us today. Help us today. Maybe you're here today and you've not yet asked Jesus Christ to come into your life to be your Lord and Savior. If, if, if that's you or you're watching uh, online, if that's you, I want to lead you in a prayer today that will do just that. If you are, are you willing to say, okay, enough is enough. I need to give my life to Christ. I'm recognizing that there is a power greater than I. And I need His hand to guide me through. If that's you, I want to lead you in a prayer. And it just goes like this. And if you could repeat this after me, that would be wonderful. It says, Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart and life. From this day forward, I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. I want you to know that if you prayed that prayer today, that you are now a Christian. <laughs> wow. That prayer was an invitation for you to come into the very presence of God. And that prayer allowed you to do it. You say, that's it? Yeah, that's it. You mean I, you mean I don't have to? No, you don't have to do anything more. It, because faith in Christ is not based on works. It's not based on anything you could do before or could do after. It's strictly based on faith in Christ. If that's you, if you're watching by home, please do us a favor and either make a comment um, in, in, you know, I don't know, the comment section or um, maybe um, uh, email the office at office at victorylifechurch.ca if that's you. If you're here, uh, please talk to me after. I'd, I'd love to hear from you if that was you who prayed that prayer. Talk to somebody. Maybe talk to the person you came with. Talk to somebody and let them know, hey, you know what? I prayed that prayer. I prayed that prayer. It's a transformative prayer. You know, the Holy Spirit is not done. 
He's not done. He's not finished with us. There's more work to be done inside of us and in our lives. There's more to be done. Will you allow Him to do it? Will you allow allow Him to guide you and lead you through life? Will you allow Him to help you make wise choices in life? Will you allow Him to guide you to where you need to go? Where He knows you need to go? You know, here's the thing about the guidance of the Holy Spirit. He, He knows what is best for you when we don't always know what is best for us. He knows what you need when you don't even know what you need. <laughs> yeah. He cares about your future. He cares about your present. He cares about your business. He cares about your family. He cares about your health. Uh, yeah, and I'll say it, he even cares about your wealth. He cares about you. He cares about every part of your life every part yeah he cares he cares whether or not you're employed or not he cares that if if you're unemployed he's concerned about that and he wants to help you listen to him will you listen to him will you allow him to lead you he cares about that exam he does he cares about how well you do He cares about your mental health. Somebody needed to hear that. The Holy Spirit cares about your mental health. Cares about your mental well-being. He cares. And you need to know that. You need to not only know it, but you need to experience it to experience it in your life the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit God is so good He's so good He's so good thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit Holy Spirit you're welcome in this place heart longs for. church you tuned in uh, not just not just to hear another word not just to uh, listen to another song I believe you tuned in to be touched by the presence of God to be moved by the presence of God to experience the presence of God in your lives oh Holy Spirit Spirit. Yeah. 
You're here, Holy Spirit. You're here. You're here. He's in us. And He's with us. taste and see. You know, I'm I'm sensing that this is what the Holy Spirit wants to do. He wants to wants to continue to just lead us. Just lead us as a people. Something is starting here right now. Something is starting. starting but it's never supposed to remain here ever it's supposed to go with us as we go out he's supposed to go with us as we go out and this sensing that yeah the presence of God was here yeah he was there Sunday morning yeah he was there when I listened to this whenever it was but now he it's it's like with the scripture I read now the cloud will lead us <laughs> now everywhere we go the cloud will be with us <laughs> everywhere we go the presence of God will be with us as you go to work as you go to school as whatever you do the Holy Spirit will be with us and guiding us and leading us and transformations will occur everywhere we go so allow the whole for the Holy Spirit to do that in you this week will you Just allow him to keep leading you and keep directing you and keep using you to be a light into this unique world that we all live in today. Amen. Amen. Is that cool? Is that cool? Online people? Give me a thumbs up. (laughs) Oh, God, it's so good. Well, God bless you guys. If you need prayer today, uh, come forward and I'll pray with you. Uh, trust God uh, to see you through whatever it is that you need to be seen through. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We love you.